the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. C.S. Lewis's pride is like a cancer that will rob you even of common sense. The more we have it in ourselves, the more we dislike it or despise it in others. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. My name is Sally Harris, and in my first term on the Hillsborough County School Board, I fought for our children, parents, and taxpayers, and never settled for the status quo. Now, I'm battling for a sustainable budget with fair compensation for our teachers, and making sure our schools are safe. As a business owner, I'm committed to more vocational education and a better equipped workforce. My name is Sally Harris, and I need your vote. Our children need your vote. This ad was paid by Vote Sally Harris for the Sally Harris Hillsborough County School Board District 2 campaign. You're a donut away from Sunday school, right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1, and AM 910. Unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Boy, do I have the stories for you today. Hang tight. Put on your seatbelt. We have have some wild, woolly, crazy things to discuss with you today. I am glad that you have tuned in, and I think you will be glad as well. I want to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Also, I want to welcome our listeners on the Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. My telephone number, I don't think I've given it to you. Uh, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 
262-5483. Well, I have a really bizarre story to start this hour. Uh, the liberal, the far liberal progressive left is finally fed up with Rahm Emanuel in Chicago. Many on the progressive, far liberal left are calling for his ouster, his resignation. They want him out of here! Now, why? Well, the uh, obvious reason would be because of the incredible violence uh, that has plagued Chicago for such a long time. Uh, Between August 3rd and 5th, 74 people were shot in Chicago. Now, think about it. If 74 people were shot in some kind of a mass shooting, it would be on the front page of every paper in the country. And in fact, if there were 74 people shot in a mass shooting, it would be on the front page of every major newspaper on planet Earth. But in Chicago, it's usually on page four or five buried somewhere because it's just another day in Chicago. According to the Chicago Tribune, 1,400 people have been shot so far this year with 247 killings, homicides, murders. 1,400 people shot so far this year, 247 homicides. If you look at last year, the total number of killings was 650. That's more than the combined total of murders in all of New York City and Los Angeles. So, the uh, people of Chicago are fed up, and the leaders of the liberal progressive left are fed up as well. But not because of the murders, but because of Rahm Emanuel's solution. Yeah, now if you've been following this at all... And I wouldn't expect uh, many of you to be following it real closely, but, I mean, how can you miss this number of shootings and murders? Uh, The liberal progressive left has been extremely supportive of Rahm Emanuel. Donald Trump, many Republicans, many conservatives have said, what is wrong with you people in Chicago? You got a mayor. He's been in office for a long, long time. The violence is not getting any better. Sometimes it's getting worse. Why don't you throw him out? And the liberals have been saying, no, 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 he's our man. Rahm Emanuel is our man. We're standing behind him, and sooner or later he's going to get a handle on it. But all of that has changed. That has changed. Now, what was the last straw for the progressive left to finally be fed up with Rahm Emanuel and say, we want him out of here? Well, it's because recently Rahm Emanuel dared, dared to suggest that, and I am quote, quoting, faith, family, and character development have a part to play in ending the bloodshed. Recently, he pleaded with fellow Chicagoans not to, quote, shy away from a politically incorrect discussion about how kids need, quote, a moral compass 
to know good from bad and right from wrong. He emphatically said that the breakdown of faith, the breakdown of family, the breakdown of character development, quote, all of this plays a role in curbing crime. Now, to most of you, and certainly to me, I go, finally, somebody is talking about the root, the breakdown of faith, the breakdown of the family, and the lack of character development. We're not teaching these kids right from wrong. But the progressives called Emmanuel's comments, quote, tone deaf and insensitive. The former president of the Chicago Urban League accused Rahm Emanuel of blaming victims and shifting attention from the real problem of racism. Yeah. The the senator who uh, succeeded President Obama when he was senator from Illinois said that Emmanuel, Rahm Emanuel, is, quote, outright wrong. And he implied that neighborhoods don't need moral values. They need more money and more social programs. In other words, the liberal progressive left is saying, how dare he even imply that the breakdown of the family is the problem? The breakdown of faith, the breakdown of character development. No, 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 no. We just, we need more money. We need more social programs. The uh, policies of the far liberal left have failed. I've, I've pointed this out over and over again. This is not any, you know, this is not rocket science. If you look at the 10 most violent cities in America, 8 out of the 10 are controlled by the liberal left. 8 out of the 10. And not only are they controlled by the liberal left, they have been controlled by the liberal left for years, sometimes decades. The policies of the liberal left in dealing with crime have absolutely failed. And when a liberal leftist, and Rahm Emanuel certainly is, and I don't know what brought her out about this epiphany to Rahm Emanuel that, oh, hey, wait a minute, you know, maybe throwing more money at it is not the the answer. You know, government social programs, maybe that's not the answer. You know, maybe... Maybe we need to emphasize the family and the importance of faith, and maybe we need to develop character with these young people and teach them what is right and what's wrong. I have no idea what led to his epiphany on this, but whatever it is, it is outraging the liberal left. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, my goodness. So the last straw, the final straw in Chicago for the liberal left is when the mayor of Chicago finally comes around to dealing with the root issue of the problem. Think about that. Think about that. All right, we'll return. 
This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The scathing report of decades of disgusting crimes and cover-up from the Catholic Church hierarchy has come to light because of the Pennsylvania Attorney General. The shocking report coming as it does after at least two previous efforts at coming clean and reform that neither came clean nor reformed has left tens of millions of American Catholics shell-shocked. They simply don't know who or what to believe. Pope Francis made a terrible situation even worse by issuing what could only be labeled as the same old, same old by a pope who has proven stubbornly deaf and often appeared indifferent to the sexual abuse of minors across all continents and going as high as the College of Cardinals. It's a moment of what intellectuals call existential crisis for the church. It will never vanish, but church membership and finances could well collapse. Pope Francis seems wholly unaware of this urgent threat. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Sarasota Christian School provides Christ-centered education for students pre-K through 12th grade. Here's what some of the parents had to say about Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota Christian has been a great fit for our daughters. They both receive an excellent education uh, with the ability to exercise their Christian faith. There's good godly people here. You can feel the community. You can feel the unity of the school. From an outside perspective, you may see a small private Christian school that does well for you know its size and athletics. It has a great academic program, but more than that, just being able to fellowship uh, in a kingdom manner with each other on an academic level as well as life in general. These parents are pleased to send their children to Sarasota Christian. Find out how you can too. Learn more at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Wondering why you're so anxious and why your relationships are strained? Now you don't have to think hard nor long to understand that stress levels are tied to the highs and lows of relationships. That's Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio talking about the effects of stress on friendships and marriages. You know, we don't, we don't say for nothing, happy wife, happy life. Learn how to lower the stress in your life with Pastor Philip's free download of his series, Less Stress. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword stress. When the marriage is good, when the relationship is good, you know what? You can be short of a few pennies and life might be crashing in. But you know what? If you and your wife are on the same page, there'll be a lot less stress. If you or someone you love is struggling with stress, you can get your free download of Less Stress by Pastor Philip DeCourcy today. Just go to letstalkfaith.com. Type in the keyword stress. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. 
Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore, why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. Wow, there is, there is tone deaf, and then there is T-O-N-E, all capitals, deaf. My goodness. Hey, welcome back to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. And here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And once again, I'm just... Absolutely delighted that uh, you have joined me this afternoon. Thank you. Uh, The crisis in the Catholic Church continues to not just boil, it has boiled over. And almost every day there are new revelations, new controversy, uh, new speculation about what the Catholic Church is going to do to address it. Uh, So far, I have not heard anything from anyone in the upper echelons, including the Pope, that has honestly, seriously addressed this as far as what are they going to do about it? I mean, you know, we're sorry. This is bad. It's horrible. Uh, We uh, we uh, allowed children to be abused and raped and, and we feel bad about it. And, uh, you know, we need to repent, Uh, you know, things like that you would expect, but nothing really definitive in, hey, this is going to stop. It is going to stop now. And anyone who opposes this is going to be punished severely. I've not seen any definitive talk about a cure. And please remember, this has been going on since 1985. 1985, an internal report was released, a 92-page report on clergy sex abuse was distributed to all of the U.S. bishops in May of 1985. I want you to think about this. This was an internal report. 
an internal report, 92 pages long, distributed to all of the U.S. bishops. That document in 1985 referred to more than 100 lawsuits that were known to the bishops against priests at that time. As a result, over $1 billion was paid out in settlements. Again, this is 1985, and the report from within the Catholic Church. It was discussed at the meeting of the U.S. bishops in June of that year in Dallas. And they were expected, the bishops at that time, were expected to formulate their response to the clergy sex abuse scandal. Um, The authors of the report, now again, this was an internal report, the authors of the report back in 1985 said that the bishops ignored their recommendations. At the time when these men finished their report in June of 1985, more than $100 million in claims had been made against just one diocese. Now, again, that was in 1985. In a couple of years, that figure had uh, swelled to over $500,000. And it estimated, again, 1985, it estimated the total projected losses for the decade could be $1 billion. It actually turned out to be more than a billion dollars. And then, I'm not going to run this into the ground, but uh, that was 1985. Uh, There was an eruption every few years in another place, another diocese, uh, Los Angeles, uh, St. Louis. And then uh, then in 1993, an ad hoc committee on sexual abuse uh, was formed by the U.S. Council of Bishops. That was 1983. Nothing really was done. Uh, and then in 2002, the Boston, uh, I think it was the Boston Globe, uncovered enormous abuse and so forth. Uh, Pope John Paul II issued the first papal condemnation of clergy sexual abuse in 1993. And here we are in 2018, and we have the grand jury report, over 900 pages, almost 1,000 pages, concerning just six dioceses in one state just in Pennsylvania. And what, what, no, what I started to say was, talk about tone deaf. One of the newest cardinals a cardinal in Mexico. He was just made a cardinal by the Pope uh, in June, June 28th. He was just made a cardinal by the Pope in June of this year. Uh, His name is Cardinal Sergio Obiso Rivera. So he is one of, if not the newest cardinal, and he was asked to address this scandal uh, addressed in the grand jury report out of Pennsylvania. Here's what he said. Quote, I'm here happy to talk about nice things, not about problematic things. It's an accusation that is made. In some cases, it's true. But the evil of many is the consolation of fools, because sometimes 
Those who accuse men of the church should be careful because they have long tails that are easily stepped on. What? Possibly the newest cardinal in the Catholic Church says, I'm here to talk about nice things. I don't want to talk about these things. Some of the things may be true. But again, quote, Sometimes those who accuse men of the church should be careful because they have long tails that are easily stepped on. In other words, the victims are just as guilty as the accused. He did say, however, that the accusations, quote, make us feel bad and we do want to improve. These are the comments made by a cardinal about the accusations of rape and abuse of innocent children. Uh, The church has a long, long ways to go to deal with this crisis. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the breaking legal news yesterday that could impact the President of the United States. Don't go. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Swing low. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Uh, bull market in U.S. stocks has set a record for longevity. The current bull run on Wall Street became the longest in history today. 3,453 days. That beats a bull market of the 1990s that ended in the dot com collapse in 2000. At the White House today, Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked if President Trump has ever lied about his knowledge of hush money payments. She stressed that the president faces no charges and has done nothing wrong. And she also said that the guilty plea by his lawyer yesterday does not make the president guilty of anything. With some in the media, many Democrats eyeing the possible impeachment of the president. It's an idea that appears to be going nowhere with many Americans who are still voicing their support for the president. Ford is recalling the charging cords of more than 50,000 plug-in hybrids in electric cars. They say they can cause fires. More details at SRNews.com. On the next Uncontainable podcast, have we got some necessary truth for you. Kevin McCullough, will you join us? Dr. Ed Young, Dr. Greg Laurie, and Jeff Shreve all tackle the very, very tough topic of why suffering happens to people. There's a variety of reasons and a variety of responses that we might be tempted to pursue. But what's the right one? Next time on Uncontainable at ChristianRadio.com and this station's website. Decorating a light switch cover? That's a do-it-yourself. Rewiring the light switch? That's a don't do-it-yourself. Don't take chances. Call your locally owned Mr. Sparky for any electrical repair. We always leave your home safer than we found it. And Mr. Sparky's straightforward pricing means no surprises. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. I'm Todd Marks, a consistent conservative Republican running for Hillsborough County Commission District 7. As a conservative Christian, I don't believe our voice and influence should be shut out of the public square. That's why I'm asking you to stand with me, Todd Marks. I am running to actively support President Trump's agenda right here in Hillsborough County. To continue on the path of prosperity and greatness, we must cut taxes and roll back regulations to help businesses grow and families succeed. 
I am the only candidate for the county commission who opposes both the transit tax and using your tax dollars for a stadium that will only benefit billionaires. And unlike my opponent, I've never given the liberal Democrats. A true conservative would never do that. I'm the only candidate who will consistently support President Trump's agenda. I'll force the sheriff to deport illegals found in our local jail and require employers to hire legal workers only. If you stand with me, I'll stand with you. I'm Todd Marks, and I'm asking for your vote on August 28th. Paid for by Todd Marks, Republican for Hillsborough County Commissioner. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app, at ChristianRadio.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at TropicalFruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's TalkFaith.com. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. Thewordcolumbus.com. Welcome again to Bobberty Live. Welcome to all of you in Columbus, Ohio, and welcome to all of you listening in Tampa, Florida as well. Well, yesterday was a huge news day in the legal world. Uh, John Manafort was uh, found guilty of eight of 18 counts. The uh, jury uh, could not reach a verdict on 10 others. The judge uh, declared a mistrial. Uh, Mr. Cohen, the former personal attorney uh, for President Trump, reached a plea deal with prosecutors. And I think of the two, that's probably the biggest news. But there is enormous controversy, of course, in the media, but also in the legal profession about how important the uh, Cohen decision is and will it, could it affect President Trump? 
Well, to help us uh, figure all of this out, it's my privilege to welcome to the program Dr. Mark Clausen, who is Professor of History and Law at the Cedarville University. Mark Clausen, welcome. Thank you for joining Thank you. us. Good to be with you. Well, it's great to have you back on. Now, before we get into the Manafort and Cohen thing, I noticed that uh, you have a degree from uh, WVU, West Virginia University. And I've, I've got to ask you, the impeachment of all of the Supreme Court justices, or at least all of the remaining Supreme Court justices <laughs> in West Virginia, Mark Clausen, has this ever happened before? Not, not to my knowledge, ever. I mean, this is West Virginia politics. You have to understand. It's a little different than Ohio politics. Um, we have a long history of really flamboyant actions in the political world in West Virginia. And I was raised in that atmosphere, so uh, I know a little bit about it. But I, don't, I wasn't directly involved ever, although <laughs> my former boss did go to federal prison. I have to admit that. So, <laughs> do, do you put that in your resume? I don't put that in my resume. Well, no. good. Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think you should. It's just I, I have never, ever heard of a state impeaching all of their sitting Supreme Court justices. Nope. It's it just unheard of. It just isn't done. <laughs> all right. Well, I, we, I could ask you a lot of questions about that, but let's go to current news. Uh, the Manafort, uh, the trial, the, uh, the guilty uh, verdict by the jury in eight of the 18. Uh, I am not the professional. You are. Uh, but from my casual reading, it does not seem like any of that impacts Donald Trump in any way, or at least it doesn't look like it. Am, am I correct in that? You're exactly correct. Um, what we have here, all the charges related to his own personal financial dealings, and none of them had any connection whatsoever to the Trump administration or to the Russia probe, the Russia attempt to influence the election. So what it appears to be is an attempt on the part of Robert Mueller to find a way to force people like Manafort and others um, to, uh, to to say more about Donald Trump, to hopefully mm -hmm. hopefully in, implicate him in, in the Russian scheme. Uh, it didn't work, obviously. At least it hasn't so far. Uh, and I think the reason is he has nothing else to say. Uh, these, these special prosecutors, they have this particular one, Mueller, has unlimited discretion, unlimited jurisdiction. He can do whatever he wants. He can probe whomever he wants, any particular issue he wants. And if he wants to come up with a bunch of small crimes uh, or, or big crimes, it doesn't matter, unrelated to the issue, he can do that. Well, uh, I, I think it's amazing that an investigation into Russian collusion, the first, you know, uh, marquee uh, trial has nothing to do with Russian collusion or the president or the campaign or anything like that. Uh, how unusual is that? Again, we're talking with Dr. Mark Clausen, professor of history and law at Cedarville University. Aren't these kinds of trials held almost every day in a court somewhere where, I mean, tax evasion, lying to a, to a bank about this or that? Uh, isn't it true that this is not really that unusual oh no this is this is this is so commonplace it, it you're right it happens literally every day in courts and states and federal courts all over the place uh muller was using a typical tactic of a special prosecutor federal special prosecutor uh 
and that was to use the threat of small charges to uh, entice, if you will, or force the person to test uh, to to give information about the person he's really looking for to get uh, to the to the prosecutor. Um, it does, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but they but but they that's that's their tactic. And they will they will probably go after other higher ups if they can if they're able to if they have any possibility of of getting information that who knows they could go to Donald Trump Jr. they could go to other closer associates but I'm getting the odd feeling that uh, Mueller is getting near the end of his of his tenure as prosecutor it seems he just one would hope anyone <laughs> one would hope yeah. you know there's nothing, yeah there's nothing out there so. Yeah. It's a problem for him. When, when a fisherman but, but runs out of when a fisherman runs out of bait, it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, unless you're a federal prosecutor, <laughs> special prosecutor, I should say. Yeah. All right, let's let's turn now to the Cohen thing. Uh, I think, again, I am not the professional you are, but from my perspective, it looks like this has at least more potential to touch the president. Am I correct in that assumption? Yeah, you are. Um, at, at the very least, it, it, it can embarrass him. At the worst, it could subject him to a, a relatively minor but still a definitely um, illegal uh, charge of election um, irregularities. So here's here's the scenario here. He, he got this agreement, and there's still a debate on, on whether he signed it or not. So we don't know anything about that. But let's assume it was a let's assume it was a, a valid agreement. Everybody signed a non-disclosure kind of agreement that he would pay money to the woman in return. She wouldn't say anything about him. The opponents of Trump are are alleging that by doing that, he was hushing her, using the hush money, of course, to. Um, influence the election because it would keep him from being embarrassed during the election cycle. Therefore, it amounted to an election, a campaign expenditure. Therefore, it had to be reported. It was not reported. Therefore, it, con- it, it constitutes an infraction of federal election laws. Um, this is a little tenuous. That, that's, it, again, I'm anything but a legal expert, but to me, that sounds like that's really a stretch. Yeah. Really, a stretch to declare that illegal hush money is not illegal. It's it's unsavory, no. and right. yes, it could be embarrassing or would be embarrassing when uncovered. But hush money is not illegal, is it? No, it's it's the same thing as as a typical non disclosure agreement. The only thing that would make it illegal was if the activity that you wanted to hush would be illegal in itself. This one is extremely uh, vague and somewhat questionable. Uh, and, and like you say, the connection between the payment of the money and the influencing of the outcome of the election are so tenuous that it's really hard to make the argument that this co- this constitutes a breach of election laws, campaign well, laws. Well, so. I am reading both. You know, some are saying this is the end of Trump. <laughs> and, and then I'm reading, eh, it's just it's a speed bump. It's, you know, it's an embarrassment. Which is true? I mean, does this does this even have the remote possibility of bringing down the president of the United States? I don't think so. It, to say that this is the end of Trump would be really apocalyptic on the one end. On the other end, to say that it's a, a speed bump, well, we don't know exactly yet. It, it might just be a speed bump. It might be a little more than a speed bump, but let's assume he 
that he did violate the election laws, and a court so held. Even so, it's a very minor infraction of the election of the campaign laws. That means it's just, people do this all the time. People either either consciously or un, unwittingly violate election laws, campaign laws, in the way they spend money. It usually just amounts to paying a fine or a no. small fine, and that's it. That's all it, there is. Unless, that's not going to bring the president down. It, unless you're Denise D'Souza. <laughs> who, right, who, that's right. That's who, exactly who, by the right. way, will be my guest at the top of the hour. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, I mean, and isn't it true that the Obama campaign had to pay $375,000 to the Federal Election Commission because they didn't they didn't report over 1,000 contributors that totaled a, a, almost $2 million? I mean, yep, weren't they guilty of election uh, finance uh, 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 improprieties? They were, too. Uh, and and uh, there was no hint of impeachment, no talk of impeachment. Uh, it was considered a minor infraction. Uh, and that was it. They paid the money. That was it. That's that's what it will be with Trump if that turns out, if this turns out to be the case. All right. So yeah. I've got to take a break. We're talking with Dr. Mark Clausen, professor of history and law at uh, Cedarville University. We need to take a quick break. There's much more we need to discuss. Don't go away. We will return with Dr. Mark Clausen in just a moment. Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. It is education that will transform you and will compel you to do great things to the glory of God. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Now, in the end, it all works out, and Christ rewards us. But in the short time, there is a price to pay for being a Christian. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Healthcare options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the healthcare plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken advantage of this game-changing healthcare program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. My name is Lauren Sullivan, and I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis nine years ago, and I was severely disabled. And about six years ago, my mother had found Balance of Nature, so we decided to give it a try because at that point, uh, nothing was helping. I was skeptical at first, but over time I realized I had more energy levels. Um, I was sleeping better, which was huge, and my hair looked better, my skin looked better, my nails looked better, and then I was able to weed off some of those medications. And I know, had I not found Balance of Nature, I would not be living the quality of life that I am now. When you call, use discount code NOW. And we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code now. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The scathing report of decades of disgusting crimes and cover-up from the Catholic Church hierarchy has come to light because of the Pennsylvania Attorney General. The shocking report coming as it does after at least two previous efforts at coming clean and reform that neither came clean nor reformed has left tens of millions of American Catholics shell-shocked. They simply don't know who or what to believe. Pope Francis made a terrible situation even worse by issuing what could only be labeled as the same old, same old by a pope who has proven stubbornly deaf and often appeared indifferent to the sexual abuse of minors across all continents and going as high as the College of Cardinals. It's a moment of what intellectuals call existential crisis for the church. It will never vanish, but church membership and finances could well collapse. Pope Francis seems wholly unaware of this urgent threat. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That's where you have to really manage drastic body or form transformations. And Darwin's theory provides no way out of this fix. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 730, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffers. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Welcome again to Bobberty Live, and welcome again to Dr. Mark Clausen, Professor of History and Law at uh, Cedarville University. Uh, Dr. Clausen, I, I got to ask you about Lanny Davis. Um, 
There are just so many bizarre things about all of this. But Michael Cohen at one time said he would take a bullet for Donald Trump. And yet in choosing an attorney, he chooses an attorney who is a far left Democrat, part of the, the Clinton machine, who has been a very outspoken vocal critic, critic of Donald Trump. Yeah. What in the world went on there? <laughs> well, politics makes strange bedfellows sometimes. Um, yeah. In this case, it looks it looks a little bit like uh, Lenny Davis may have been the best option for Cohen because he's kind of alienated for, from Trump right now, completely alienated. Yeah. So what he might have said before, I don't think he would say now. And Lenny Davis would be his closest one of his closest friends now. It looks like. Well. I, I'm not saying he's turning Democrat. But from a purely pragmatic standpoint, he is uh, on the outs, complete outs with the president, and so he needs somebody who can be friendly to him and who can help well, him. Well, and obviously he's trying to save his neck. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me read a, let me read a quote from Lanny Davis from just a few minutes about an hour ago. Lanny Davis, the uh, the attorney for Michael Cohen, said, "It's not about evidence." It is definitive, indisputable that Donald Trump's lawyer said in a letter to the special counsel that President Trump directed the same work, word that Michael Cohen used in court yesterday under oath, directed Michael Cohen to make illegal payments. It's not a dispute. It's not about credibility. His own lawyers used the word directed. Yes, he, Trump, committed a crime. He should be indicted. If he were not the president, he clearly would be indicted and jailed for that crime. Uh, Mark Clausen, uh, what, what is the crime? Well, that's a convenient statement for Lanny Davis to make. Let's assume payments were directed. Okay, that's, Let's assume that was a fact, just for the sake of argument. That doesn't mean it's illegal. We're back to that issue again. That hasn't been actually determined yet, whether it is is in fact illegal. And if it is in fact illegal, it's still a minor violation of election laws. So Lenny Davis is is attempting to um, to escalate this thing in order to help his client. And I know yesterday he was saying that Cohen's ready to talk to Mueller, say anything yeah. he wants to, wants to say. Um, I don't think he has anything to tell him. Uh, well, that Mueller will really want to hear. Well, and what's the purpose? He's already reached a plea agreement, so this is this is a done deal, right? And and right. and because because he reached a plea agreement, the accusations that he agreed to cannot be litigated in court. That's important, right. isn't it? That's correct. The fact and that so, he ad- admitted that he did it does not mean. That it's illegal. It just it means he admitted to the charges brought about by the prosecutor, but because it will not be litigated in court, it's it's almost meaningless. Yeah, whatever whatever Lanny Davis says is really just intended to help his client. That's all, and that's just usually the case. I, I hate to say it about lawyers. Because I am one, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> my entire audience is going to pray for your conversion. I want you to know that. <laughs> they probably should, yes. <laughs> but, but the problem is lawyers, whether they're defense attorneys or prosecutors, will all too often say just what they want to say in order to, to help their cause, their side of the argument. And they will shade the truth in that respect sometimes. It's sad to say, but they will. Uh, they can get away with it. They'll do it. Uh, sadly, 
that's where we that's where we are today. Now I'm not saying it's always it's not always been done. It has, but this is what you see at work here. But, so but I don't my, see anything particular. My my, my question, uh, you, you know, you said he'll say anything he, he he wants to to help his client because a plea agreement has already been reached. That happened yesterday. That's done, mm-hmm. finished, over. The sentencing has not occurred yet. But right. how does any of this? The the criticism of the president, the condemnation of the president, stating that he, if he wasn't president, he'd be indicted and jailed. How does that help his client? That's what I don't understand. Right. Uh, well, it, it's the kind of rhetoric that would sort of, it's almost vindictive rhetoric. All right, yeah. you got me. Now I'm going to try to turn it back on the president and deflect so, attention away from me. So yesterday was for the court. Today is for the court of public opinion. Oh, absolutely it is. Uh, this is what it's going to be like for a few, a few days, maybe a few weeks. Who knows how long? So uh, how, very typical. Okay, practically speaking, how long is it going to take for legal authorities? And, and who who would decide whether to press charges or at least attempt to press charges because it's questionable whether a sitting president can even be indicted, you know. Right. But right. who 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 will take the next step in deciding whether to pursue this against the president and we've got less than a minute? It would have to be some prosecutor somewhere, a federal prosecutor, uh, or Mueller himself uh-huh. would discover something useful. Which again, I'm not. I don't think he can. I don't think there's anything there. Uh, I think this has been exhausted. Uh, but okay. that's who would have to do this. I don't think that's going to happen uh, because prosecutors don't like to lose. And I think in that case, they would just uh, yeah. make a mess of it if they did that, pursued that. All right. Well, Dr. Mark Clausen, you have uh, you've got brought a great deal of expertise and knowledge to the discussion today. Certainly more than I have, and I appreciate very much you taking time for us today. I always enjoy having you on the program, and uh, we'll need to chat again sometime soon. Thank you. Dr. Mark Clausen, professor of history and law at Cedarville University. We're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we will be visiting with Dinesh D'Souza. Stay tuned. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570 FM 102.1 and AM 910. Your child is back in school, and you already know that this isn't working out. The values, the curriculum, the influences, it's just not the right fit. It's not too late to make a change. Choose from the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay with half-off tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. A private Christian school could be the key to success in your child's education and in life. Choose the right school for your child and get half-off tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. ChristianTuitions.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. 
Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Wall Street has just broken the record for the longest bull market in history. 3,453 days. That's how long the S&P 500's gone without a drop of 20% or more. That beats the bull market of the 1990s that ended in the dot-com collapse of 2000. Despite the record for longevity, it's not as big as the 1990s one in terms of overall gains. But since it all began back in 2009, the S&P has advanced 320%, the Dow is up 290%, and the NASDAQ has gained 520%. Correspondent Wally Hines reporting. The White House is defending President Trump after his former attorney said the president directed him to make hush money payments before the election. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders had this to say in reaction to Michael Cohen's accusation that Donald Trump engaged in criminal activity. The president has done nothing wrong. There are no charges against him. There is no collusion. She also called it a ridiculous accusation to suggest the president had lied when he said he didn't know about hush money payments at the time they were made. Meanwhile, Sanders said she's not aware of conversations about a possible presidential pardon for Paul Manafort. Greg Clugston, Washington. A judge has ordered a man charged in the kidnapping and murder of an Iowa college student to be jailed on a $5 million cash-only bond. Judge Diane Crookham Johnson tells Christian Rivera he faces charges in the death of Iowa college student Molly Tibbetts. Mr. Rivera, this is your initial appearance on the charge of murder in the first degree and on an immigration detainer notice of action filed by the Department of Homeland Security. Assistant Attorney General Scott Brown noted that Rivera is suspected of being in the country illegally and is charged with a heinous crime. He said the higher bond amount would protect the community. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 89 points. The Nasdaq rose 30. The S&P dropped one. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you tired of barely making money in your IRA? Did you miss out on the Internet boom? What if I told you that you could invest in cryptocurrency just before the institutions get involved? The fact is, institutional money is waiting on the sidelines with trillions of dollars, and the Chicago Board of Option is close to approving Bitcoin ETFs on its exchange. This is why the smart money like Goldman Sachs is taking down major positions. The key here is to position yourself before the institutional money takes over. The bottom line is this. Breaking news on Bitcoin is about to break. By the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's too late. If you're able to position yourself at these levels today before the news, your percentage gains could be absolutely staggering. Get the facts now. Call 1-800-902-4700. Put your IRA or 401k to work for you today. Call 800-902-4700. 800-902-4700 for free information. Crypto-based IRA is a service of Santa Enterprises with custodial services of Kingdom Trust. Not FDIC insured. Investment may lose value. Sales of existing homes fell again in July. The National Association of Realtors says sales of existing homes fell seven-tenths of a percent in July, the fourth straight monthly decline. Buyers are squeezed by rising mortgage rates and the shrinking availability of low-priced homes. The overall housing market reflects widening income inequality. While total home sales are down by a percent and a half in the last year, sales of houses worth a half million dollars or more have risen. Million-dollar home sales are up by double digits. Existing home sales fell in the Northeast Midwest and south last month, but rose in the pricier west. Warren Levinson, New York. Ohio State trustees began discussing the future of football coach Urban Meyer with Meyer and later Meyer's wife was seen entering the building where the meeting was underway. Board Chairman Michael Gasser briefly called a meeting to order before the board went behind closed doors to consider whether Meyer should be punished for his handling of domestic abuse allegations against a former assistant coach. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
The commander of U.S. forces in South Korea says that he is cautiously optimistic nuclear diplomacy will work out with North Korea. But General Winston Brooks also says Seoul and Washington must continue to apply pressure so that there's not a reason or even ability for the North to back out. He told reporters that reports about continuing nuclear and missile development activities in North Korea show that Pyongyang currently lacks confidence that it can take real steps towards denuclearization and still be safe. Brooks says North Korea has to take the risk to move into direction toward peace. Following a provocative year in weapons development, North Korea has shifted to a diplomatic approach in 2018. I'm Zaria Shakli. The Democratic National Committee says it has thwarted an attempt to hack its database that houses information on tens of millions of voters across the country. A party official says DNC contractors notified the party Tuesday of an apparent hacking attempt. More on these stories at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Wondering why your relationships are strained? Now, you don't have to think hard nor long to understand that stress levels are tied to the highs and lows of relationships. That's Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio talking about the effects of stress on friendships and marriages. Learn how to lower the stress in your life with Pastor Philip's free download of his series, Less Stress. You can get your free download of Less Stress by Philip DeCourcy at letstalkfaith.com keyword stress. You're a donut away from Sunday school, right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live, and I welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk AM 57910 and FM 102.1. And I also welcome our listeners in Columbus, Ohio, on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM. It is such a privilege and an honor to welcome to the program Dinesh D'Souza, best-selling author, filmmaker, Uh, The center of a whole lot of controversy, a political activist and author of many number one New York Times bestsellers and uh, uh, the uh, originator of a film that is taking America right now. Dinesh D'Souza, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is a privilege to have you on the program today. Thank you very much. Good to be on the show. Well, it is uh, it is my honor, I assure you, and I promise. I heard you on Dennis Prager yesterday, and I promise I won't give you nearly as hard a time as Dennis did. <laughs> well, I very much enjoy his program. He's um, one of the savviest hosts on radio, and it's always fun to, uh, With, to be on Without a doubt, I am glad to call him a colleague, and I am grateful he's on our side. I, I really am. Uh, I've got I've got to ask you. You just brought out a brand new film in movie theaters right now, "Death of a Nation." Uh, Dinesh, your political activism has landed you in jail. Many people would say, "Haven't you learned your lesson?" 
<laughs> well, that that's a good question. Let's just say that in my case, um, my uh, my first pers- my prosecution and persecution at the hands of the Obama administration was happily undone by President <laughs> Trump in Indeed. That came uh, dropping like manna from heaven. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the beauty of it is it gives me my American dream back. Look, I was I had not backed down even before, but I certainly don't intend to do it now. And so the new movie, Death of a Nation, I have a book of the same title that's in the bookstores now. And the, it, the, the movie and the book deal with the big issues of racism and fascism. And these these two incendiary charges have been floating around since Trump's election. Of course, the left insists that they are to be found in the Republican Party, on the right. Fascism is a phenomenon of the right and so on. And so I dive into all this in the movie, and I show that that's not really true. The fascists were on the left. I mean, Hitler was a national socialist. Uh, I put up on the screen the the platform of the Nazi Party, their own self-declared 25-point platform. And you can, you know, scroll down, state control of the banks and state control of health care and state control of education, state control of media. So anyone, you know, watching this is going to go, wait a minute, that doesn't sound to be on the right. Donald Trump would not be on board for any of it. Uh, it actually sounds like a left-wing agenda, which is exactly how the Nazis saw it. Well, and I think your point was illustrated just recently when Elizabeth Warren uh, put forth legislation, it hasn't passed, and I don't think it will, but her legislation would basically socialize all major companies in America under government control. And I think that illustrates the point that you are making in Death of a Nation, that this is a problem of the liberal left. This is not the right. This is not conservatives that want to take over corporations and want to rule with an autocratic uh, uh, heavy hand. This, this, is the, this is the mantra of the liberal left, correct? Correct. And the, you know, this is actually closer to fascism than it is to Marxism, because okay. in, yeah. in Marxist countries, the, the socialists typically nationalize private corporations. They try to take them over. The government runs them. So in India, for example, when India was in a socialist phase, the government would take over the banks. It would take over the healthcare industry and so on. Uh, but the fascists didn't do that. Uh, under Mussolini's uh, Ger- uh, Italy and Hitler's Germany, they would leave the private sector private, but the government would oversee it. It would become the quarterback, you might say, of the private sector. State-run capitalism is the essential economic meaning of fascism. And that's really what the Democrats are for. They want the state to regulate and control the private economy. When I, when I talk to an author or a filmmaker, and you are both, I am always genuinely interested in the genesis what brought about the book and then the movie? Walk us through the genesis of this of this project. You know, I was thinking about the way in which the Trump era is so different than the Reagan era. A number of the conservatives that I came of age with in the 80s uh, have become anti-Trump. They've become, you know, some of them never Trumpers. Sure. And the reason is that they want Reagan back. They want the, and they want that era of civility and gentleman's politics back. And they see that that is gone. Uh, and so I thought to myself, you know, is this a truly unprecedented situation in America or have we been here before? And then it struck me we have been here before, but you have to go all the way back to 1860. 
uh, the time not of Reagan but of Lincoln, because in 1860, an outsider, a Republican, Lincoln, was elected unexpectedly in a close election, and all hell broke loose. And in the North, some of the Democrats wanted were calling for Lincoln to be assassinated. That, of course, happened later. In the South, the Democrats were so unwilling to endure a Lincoln presidency, they were ready to break up the country. So all this craziness was going on around Lincoln, driven by the rival party. And it is eerily similar to the situation we're facing now. The same party, the Democratic Party, won't accept the outcome of a lawful election, is looking for every stratagem and ruse to try to eject Trump from office. And all these accusations of racism and fascism are part of that. They're aimed at delegitimizing Trump and likening him to, like, Hitler circa 1933, so that if we lived in Nazi Germany in 1933, we, we wouldn't care if Hitler were democratically elected. We'd still think it was a good idea to get him out of there. And so this analogy is intended to legitimize the kind of tactics that the Democrats are using now to try to get rid of Trump. Well, if you read the book and if you see the movie, that makes sense. But have you received enormous blowback, pushback in comparing Abraham Lincoln, one of the most iconic presidents in American history, who is portrayed as the absolute paragon of virtue, character, honesty, and Donald Trump with obviously some some character issues, what kind of a pushback have you received? Well, I mean, I make it very clear. If you see the movie, at no point will you hear me say something like Lincoln and Trump were the same type of person. In fact, I agree that temperamentally they were opposites. Mm-hmm. Lincoln was brooding, philosophical, melancholy. Trump is none of that. Uh, now, interestingly, the image of the saintly Lincoln uh, that we have today That developed only after Lincoln's assassination. In his own time, when Lincoln was the president, he was extremely controversial. And his critics, Democrats, basically said three things about him. He's an extremist, he's an authoritarian, he's a tyrant. And notice that there is, again, a resemblance between the attacks on Lincoln and the attacks that we hear now uh, on Trump. So I'm likening not the men, but I'm likening their situations. And I conclude the movie by showing what Trump can learn from Lincoln. I, uh, I want to build on that because I have some some questions about the change that occurred in Lincoln while he was president, and I think some similarities between some of the changes we're seeing in Trump after he has become president. But I've got to take a, a break. We're talking with Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, he is the author of a wonderful new book, Death of a Nation, and also the producer of a film by the same name in movie theaters right now. Death of a Nation. Can we save America a second time? We'll be back with Dinesh D'Souza in just a moment. Catch your second wind with encouragement from Scripture. Weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. Whatever happens in the morning and the afternoon and night, all may change, but Jesus never. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. When it comes to obedience to God's Word, is do what the Word says and let the chips fall where they may. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. 
Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888 Sparky. His sin of adultery had nothing to do with me. How can a couple find healing after an affair? Mona Shriver offers this insight on Focus on the Family Minute. That's 100% on Gary, his choice, his issue. Now he brought it home, we're going to have to deal with it. But the other part of healing from infidelity is the marriage. Now in the marriage, it's 100% me and 100% him. Those are issues that we have to look at and face because we're going to change something. We can't go back to the way it was. We're going to make it better. And as a betrayed spouse, it's almost impossible to separate those two things initially. But if you could do that, if you can separate the actual infidelity from the marriage, then you can start dealing with those things and make some changes and see your culpability. It'll take both spouses to heal the marriage. More from Mona at FamilyMinute.org.
Ask an Attorney every Saturday at 8 a.m. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question, and no such thing that would, that would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. AM 570 and 910 WTBN. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Jesus does not want to be the most important part of your life. Jesus wants to be your life. He wants all of who you are. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. And I'm greatly honored to welcome again to the program Dinesh D'Souza. Best-selling author, award-winning documentary maker. Uh, Dinesh, you might be interested. I've I've got some things I want to get into here between Lincoln and uh, Trump. But just prior to you joining me, I had Dr. Mark Klesson with me, professor of history and law at Cedarville University. We were talking about the Michael Cohen thing and the implication that... uh, President Trump may may have violated campaign finance laws. And the professor of law said, just before you joined me, well, even if he's found guilty of that, nobody goes to jail for minor campaign vi- finance violations. And my response was, well, unless you're Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to see that I am, I'm watching all this through the prism of my own case. I'm sure you are. And- you know, and it, it, it brings back to light how the government proceeds with these kinds of prosecutions. I mean, in my own case, for example, they go, you know, we think you violated the campaign finance law. You exceeded the limit. And I go, yes, I did. And I should get the same penalty uh, as anyone else who did the same thing. Uh, and then I realized that that was not what they had in mind at all. They wanted to <laughs> go after me uh, with everything they got. Yeah, and yeah. they began to say things like, you know, we're going to get you on mail fraud. And I'm like, mail fraud? They're like, yeah, because you put the check in the mail. And I go, and then they go, we're going to get you on bank fraud. And I'm like, bank fraud? And they're like, yeah, because you took your money out of the bank. Uh, then I realized what was going on. It yeah. was essentially a, a, a racket yeah. in which these yeah. guys manufacture new types of charges, which are redundant descriptions of obvious things that you did. And they're trying to say, we're going to send you to prison for 10 years unless you plead to this. In which case, the moment you do, they jump up and down and say, see, 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 he admitted it. He admitted it. So this kind of bludgeoning game camouflaged with the – so, you know, I'm going to say for somebody like me who got the sort of civics book idea of justice, maybe justice is blind and so on, you begin to realize, you know, that's not how the system really works. Well, all of us, I think all of us in our listening audience were just thrilled with your pardon, a well-deserved pardon. Now, back to Death of a Nation, your brand-new documentary film in movie theaters right now. Folks, you need to get out and see this. In your book and in the movie, you draw a comparison between Abraham Lincoln and his times and Donald Trump and these times. I am anything but a Lincoln expert But in my peripheral study of Abraham Lincoln, I have come to the conclusion that when Abraham Lincoln was elected, he had some character issues. But I think 
He was converted. I honestly believe that Abraham Lincoln became a born-again Christian sometime around when he delivered the Gettysburg Address. Many historians have said people around him noticed a difference, a marked difference, that after he became president and was under the weight of the presidency, there was a spiritual awakening in Abraham Lincoln. Now, first of all, do you, do you agree with that? And secondly, is it possible that the same thing is happening to Donald Trump? There is no question that the Lincoln of the, not only of the Gettysburg Address, but also of the second inaugural, completely different man than yeah. the Lincoln who first got elected. Uh, Lincoln had been accused when he first ran for president of being a, a scoffer at Christianity. And Lincoln gave a very odd defense. He goes, I am not an open scoffer of Christianity, leaving open the possibility that he had scoffed at it in private. So he was clearly not a very devout man at the beginning. But right. his rhetoric takes on a very powerful sense of providence, God's role in shaping American destiny. And and he speaks about slavery in almost biblical cadence, yes. like an Old Testament prophet. So there's that that's very obvious in Lincoln as you as you track his evolution. Same with Trump. Now, what I find really remarkable about Lincoln and Trump is that when when Lincoln first came in, he, he was surrounded by sort of weak kneed Republicans. Let's call them the rhinos of eighteen sixty, Republicans <laughs> in name only. And they were they said to Lincoln, you know, you have to give up the mandate of the election. And he was like, what do you mean? And they were like, listen, the country's falling apart. We had campaigned on stopping the spread of slavery. But let's forget about all that now. Let's just extend the slavery line to California, the Missouri Compromise line, and leave slavery south of that line alone permanently. Let's well, let slavery continue in America forever. And Lincoln refused. Lincoln said, I would suffer death before I agreed to this. And Lincoln's reason was, we put this before the American people. We've just had a democratic election. Through an electoral majority, the American people have announced a mandate. It's their mandate and not mine. My job is to carry it out. So what I'm getting at here is that Lincoln stiffened the spine of the Republican Party for the hard days ahead. Uh, I think Trump needs to do the same thing. Uh, he's surrounded by these invertebrate, weak-kneed Republicans. Uh, he needs them. They need him. Uh, and so they need to come together and understand that they're up against something really tough, not just the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party in alliance with powerful elements in the media, in academia, in Hollywood, all determined to undo this presidency and put a permanent stain on the Republican Party. And Trump and the Republicans are the only ones standing between them and achieving that objective. Obviously, the liberal left is doing everything they can to take down the Trump presidency. We have now the Manafort thing, which really has nothing to do with Trump. It certainly has nothing to do with Russia. The Michael Cohen thing, however, does touch Donald Trump. Uh, and you have experts on both sides saying it's nothing, and others are saying this is the end of the Trump presidency. What are your thoughts as to where these legal issues are going to lead as far as the Trump presidency is concerned? Well, it's difficult for me to say. I'm not a lawyer, uh, but I do have some familiarity with campaign finance laws. I do know that <laughs> you certainly do. Are, yeah, I, I know a lot about the, the law around yeah. it. For example, I was able to say in my own case that there's not a, a single American in, in the entire history of the nation 
who has been prosecuted, let alone locked up, for doing what I did. And no one has been able to come up with a rival case that resembles mine. Now, with regard to all this going on, the question, I guess, before us is whether or not campaign funds were used to pay these women by Michael Cohen. And, and the answer to that is unknown, unknown. Yeah. But what I think makes the situation even more strange and complicated is that Donald Trump was the primary funder of his own campaign. Right. Which is, which words, is his own campaign. Yeah, has and, his own, has which is certainly not illegal. And unfortunately, Dinesh, we are out of time. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you spending time with us. I know you're incredibly busy and under great demand. Folks, go see Death of a Nation. It is in movie theaters all around central Ohio. And those of you listening in Florida, it is in movie theaters there as well. Go see this movie. Dinesh, what is the takeaway that you want people to walk out of the... What is the last thought you want people to have when they walk out of the movie theater after seeing Death of a Nation? I will tell you I'm not aware of a single screening of this movie anywhere in the country where the entire audience doesn't stand up and applaud at the end of the movie. And all of us are moviegoers. We know how rare that is. This movie will be eye-opening. It will fire you up. If I'm going to also say, if you go to deathofanationmovie.com, put in your zip code, boom, it'll tell you where the movie is playing near you, and look for the book of the same title in bookstores. Dinesh D'Souza, thank you so much for your time. I hope we can talk again sometime soon. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, look forward to it. Bobberty Live will continue. Stay tuned. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House says President Trump did nothing wrong the day after his former attorney Michael Cohen said Mr. Trump had directed him to make hush money payments to two women with the express purpose of influencing the election. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders tells reporters that the president has, quote, done nothing wrong and stresses there are no charges against him. The manager of a dairy farm says the man charged with kidnapping and killing Iowa college student Molly Tibbetts was a good employee who worked there for four years under a fake name. Craig Lang, manager of Yerby Farms in Brooklyn, Iowa, said that Christian Bahena Rivera presented an out-of-state government-issued photo identification and a matching Social Security card when he was hired in 2014. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 89 points. The Nasdaq rose 30. The S&P declined 1. More on these stories at srnnews.com. Get an early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. There is no condemnation for those who know Christ Jesus. That salvation is forever. And it's 6.30, Grace to You with John MacArthur. God is choosing an heir. Think of your salvation that way. He chose you to be an heir of everything that He possesses. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. 
Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book, On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. There are opportunities all around you and your family. There are opportunities where you work. There are opportunities that you have you're not even aware of. There are people who look at you as a believer, believe that you know how to pray and talk to God, believe that you know what that God answers prayer. They would love for you to pray for them if they had the courage to ask you to do it. They may want you to tell them how Jesus is working in your life if they had the courage to ask you, but they don't. And so what happens? If you and I are discerning, God will bring us together somehow with that person in some way He will make the opportunity. I'm simply saying to you that there are people who see you as a possible blessing and a help in their life that you're not even aware of. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570 FM 102.1 and AM 910. Sometimes, in fact, many times, you just shake your head and say, Really? 
Seriously? It has been my contention for a long, long time that the real anti-science people are the people on the left. I have heard my entire life. You Christians are anti-science. You Christians believe in creation. Oh, who in the world could believe in creation? You people are so anti-science. Well, in reality, it's the liberal left that is actually anti-science. And I'm not going to go into it, but if you get, in, if you get into this thing of transgenderism, sexual identity, gender identity, Listen, it is not the conservative right and certainly not biblical Christians who are anti-science. Hey, listen, folks, the Bible is always in concert with real science. Always. The Bible is never out of touch with real science. And I mean real science. Often it takes years, sometimes centuries, for science to catch up with the Bible. Now, I am not implying that the Bible was written as a science textbook. It wasn't. But it is filled with science. And in those areas where the Bible does speak about scientific facts, such as biology, gender, and so forth, the Bible is correct and science is only correct when it when science agrees with the bible and again i'm not going to get into the whole biology and and gender and and so forth let's move to the shape of the earth okay now most of you know that a round earth has been around for about 600 years. Christopher Columbus was not the first person to believe that the Earth was round. There were people many years before him. Supposedly, Christopher Columbus proved it with his uh, his sail to the New World and so forth. And some people even debate that, that it was proven before. And some people say Leif Erikson. Okay, all right. But let's just say that a round Earth in the history of humanity is a fairly new development. It is true that ancient civilizations, as advanced as they were, civilizations like ancient Egypt, who had the technology to build the pyramids that we still do not understand today. There have been hundreds of documentaries done through the years about we think this is how they built the pyramids. None of them are certain. No one is absolutely certain how they had the technical ability to build the pyramids with such incredible precision. We still don't get that. But even an unbelievably advanced civilization like the Egyptians, uh, the Greeks, who were incredibly advanced, Uh, Ancient Mayans were incredibly advanced with their pyramids and so on and so forth. One thing they all had in common, none of them believed that the earth was round. 
they had different ideas about the shape of the earth. Most of them was flat and, you know, and the different cosmologies of how it all began. But then anyway, there was no ancient civilization, none, zero, zip, zilch, not no matter how many, how advanced they were. None of them believed that the earth was round. And then there's the Bible. In the midst of all of this theory about the shape of the earth and so on and so forth, the Bible in Isaiah very clearly, distinctly talks about the circle of the earth. When the prophet Isaiah wrote those words, there was not a civilization on planet earth that believed that the earth was round. Not one. The Bible is completely unique in that. So centuries, centuries, many centuries before it became common knowledge that the world was round, the Bible declared that the earth was round. It was a, it was a circle. Anyway, fast forward to 2018. Millennials. Millennials in a brand new government research put out by YouGov, the question was asked, do you believe that the world is round or flat? Now, some of you know that there is a flat earth movement today. Hello? Yes, there is a flat earth movement. Seriously. There are educated people that today... Believe the earth is flat. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm being serious. So anyway, um, you, uh, uh, yougov.com asked this question. Do you believe that the world is round or flat? Millennials, our young people, our current college-educated people, only 66% of millennials firmly believe that the earth is round. What? Only 66% believe that the earth is round. Uh, They were asked, do you believe that the world is round or flat? And they could answer, I have always believed the world is round. They could answer, I always thought the world was round, but more recently I'm skeptical and have doubts. Or you could answer, I always thought the world is flat, but more recently I'm skeptical. Or you could answer, I have always believed the world is flat. Or, I don't know. (laughs) All right. General population, 84% believe the earth is round. That in itself is shocking. Only 84% of the general population believe, yeah, I think the earth is round. But when it is brought down to the different demographic age groups, 66% of millennials say, I have always believed the world is round. 9% of the millennials say, I always thought the world is round, but more recently I'm skeptical. Almost 10% of millennials say, you know, I always thought that it was round, but you know, uh, 5%, I always thought the world is flat, but more recently I am skeptical. 4% of millennials say, I've always believed the world is flat. And a full 16% of millennials say, I don't know. 
I'm not sure. And this, you know, again, I say on this program all the time, the uh, millennials are decidedly liberal left in their political leaning. Decidedly liberal left. I mean, overwhelmingly, the liberal left. This is 18 to 24-year-olds. These are the kids just going into college or in college or just get out of college. Decidedly liberal left, only 66% believe that the world is actually round. My group, 55 plus, I'm just tad over that 55 mark, 94% say, well, of course the earth is round. Are you kidding me? There There are a few scientific facts that is more documented than the roundness of the earth. We have literally thousands of satellite images now from thousands of different sources. We have thousands of satellites in geocentric orbits that are not possible unless the earth is round. I mean, it is unthinkably absurd with the evidence that we have today to even doubt that the earth is round, and yet only 66% of millennials say, I have always believed the world is round. Think about that. As I have said, it is the liberal left who are the anti-science group today. This is what our young people are being taught. They are being taught that your sexual identity has nothing to do with your anatomy, your biology, your chromosomes, or your biology. And then they're taught that, eh, but the world might be flat as well. Whoa. All right. I have a bizarre story from the uh, Delaware State University. Don't go away. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. We say names for God, and we say things that we're thankful for. That was Chloe, a first grader describing Bible time at Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota Christian is a Christ-centered school that instills values in children no matter what age. Now meet Colin from seventh grade. All of the teachers here are meant to teach. There are some teachers that you'll always remember and you just have such a fun time with and it makes learning fun. And here's Lauren. 
I have attended Sarasota Christian School since I was in kindergarten, and now I'm a senior. Sarasota Christian School is a fabulous place to get an education. It provides such a wonderful environment that nurtures learning, building relationships, and growing in your relationship with Christ at the same time. Send your child to Sarasota Christian School. Visit sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Wondering why you're so anxious and why your relationships are strained? You don't have to think hard nor long to understand that stress levels are tied to the highs and lows of relationships. That's Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio talking about the effects of stress on friendships and marriages. You know, we don't, we don't say for nothing, happy wife, happy life. Learn how to lower the stress in your life with Pastor Philip's free download of his series, Less Stress. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword stress. When the marriage is good, when the relationship is good, you know what? You can be short of a few pennies and life might be crashing in. But you know what? If you and your wife are on the same page, there'll be a lot less stress. If you or someone you love is struggling with stress, you can get your free download of Less Stress by Pastor Philip DeCourcy today. Just go to letstalkfaith.com. Type in the keyword stress. Here's a measure of success in the Christian life. Are you obedient to God? Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Do you do what God tells you to do? You don't even have to be smart to be obedient. Furthermore, you don't have to be creative or clever. All you have to do is obey. We think we have to sort of outwit God on the horizontal. But God says, I know your situation. I'm telling you exactly what you ought to do. So go do it. It's just that simple. I don't know why we make it so complicated. Our job, in two words, to obey. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. Moving forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage, weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at letstalkfaith.com. 
I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910-FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffers. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Well, school has started at elementary, junior high, high school, and universities school has either started or will be starting any day all across america and i realize that many of you many of you in our audience in ohio and in florida many of you are sending your children off to a college or university and obviously if you send your child off to a college or university you are concerned about their safety you're a caring loving parent. Well, my friends, if you really, really, really care about your child's safety at the university, you might consider sending them to Delaware State University. Why is that, you say? I'm glad you asked. Because Delaware State University has just officially announced for the safety of all of their students to protect them from, and I am quoting, to protect students from potential harm. They have banned snowball fights. Mm-hmm. You know how dangerous they can become. You know, I, uh, I grew up in Southern California, and I want you to know, they never once allowed us to get into a snowball fight During recess, when I was in the younger grades, or when I was in high school at lunch, we were never allowed in Compton, California, to have a snowball fight on campus. So, I mean, you know, okay. Anyway, Delaware State University has announced that I'm not making this up. They are banning snowball fights, but that is not all. They have also banned water squirt guns, and yes, those unbelievably dangerous super soakers. Yep, out of concern that these activities and items could present, and I'm quoting, potential harm to students. According to Fox 6 there in Delaware, They reported the ban and reported that violators, and I'm quoting, could face punishment, including warnings, reprimands, community service, fines, or disciplinary probation. Um, Okay, obviously this got a little pushback. The school, and now I'm quoting from, this is a local news story. Now the school is claiming that it has enacted the new rules in order to create a safe space for students. So on the campus of Delaware State University, there will be no snowball fights, no water guns, no super soakers, all to protect the students from potential harm. 
You just, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, you really can't. Mm, Wow. And then there is this. Folks, you can sleep better tonight knowing that the animals are now free. It's true. The animals are free. They are no longer in cages. They are absolutely free from the bars, from the restraining cages. What am I talking about? Animal crackers. Yeah. If, if you remember what an animal crackers box, this is from Nabisco. And if you can imagine, most of you will imagine this box. It says Nabisco in the upper left-hand corner, and then there's a bunch of animals. There's a zebra, there's an elephant, a lion, um, a, a giraffe, and, and there's, a, I think, a, 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 a baboon. or No, that's a gorilla. That's a gorilla. And then across the top it says Barnum's Animal Crackers. And the animals are in a car, a circus car, with bars on it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.